With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air, live on the Roku channel, which is free on all Roku devices, select Samsung smart TVs. We are free on Amazon Fire TV, free on the Roku app. The Roku channel is on it. The Roku channel.com is free as well. And if you missed any of the last two hours, the Roku channel uh, spot that we have uh, occupied since last September has a video on demand service associated with it. It's called the Rich Eisen Show Experience or Collection. Pardon me. Collection. It's an experience. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, the collection is a spot for you to just watch whenever you want. And then we also re-air on channel 210 as soon as we're done. There's our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Uh, also, our Twitter and Instagram handles at Rich Eisen Show. And there's our podcast. Please listen to it. Uh, I got a lot of folks when I saw them in Kansas City say that um, they listen to us on podcast form, which great, I greatly appreciate um, because we work very hard at that. Um, and it's through our relationship with Westwood One, the Cumulus Podcast Network. I also got, you know, and this I think shows how we're growing as a team and as a, uh, a show, TJ. I had somebody come up to me on Thursday night and ask me what you thought of Dallas, uh, the Dallas first round draft choice. <laughs> and I don't think it had much to do with whether you liked him or not. Mm-hmm. It was because he went to the University of Michigan, and I think they wanted to know what our byplay was. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be back on the air till Monday. And now is this very moment in time. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, not only in the draft, uh, chose a uh, Michigan Wolverine once. <laughs> they did it twice. They did it twice. So uh, you cool with that? Yeah, man. Look, here's the, here's the deal. And I said this last week to to Kirk Morrison, who was Gasosa and Chris. So many players go into this draft. Mm-hmm. We're we're fans. We're normal fans. And it kind of cracked me up, Rich, when you read fans' reactions on Twitter, right? When they're debating like an offensive lineman from a, a mid-major school that I know you never watched played, and yet yeah. fans get on there debating and saying how they ranked the guy and how they didn't. I'm not even going to pretend that I know enough. You know, to of really course. have an opinion. Dan Quinn likes him. Micah Parsons likes him. Sold. He went to a, a top-notch Division One school in Michigan, and he fills a need. He, he fills that run-stopper need that we really, really needed. Yeah. So if those guys are cool with it, then I'm cool with it. But I'm not going to sit and be like a lot of these people and pretend that I've been, you know, have a, a bunch of notes on Mozzie and I, I know what he can bring. I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. So I, I leave it to the pros. And, and you got Luke Schoonmacher, the uh, Schoonmacher. tight end. There we go. So you want Michigan, Michigan to start. Yeah. Now, Marvion Overshone. Let me tell you, just watching this dude. From Texas. Holy cow. He looks like he's going to be a monster, and I can't wait to see him out there with Micah. And the most heartwarming moment of the draft, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, man. All five foot five of them out of Kansas State picked in the sixth round, and his dad is part of the mm-hmm. 
Um, the, scouting. the evaluation department, yeah, the scouting department, they had him place the call to his son, and that was really awesome stuff. And yeah, that, he, that made a, made all the rounds. He asked him, did he want to come to work with him next Yeah, week? I know. It's it pretty cool. Like, oh, man. It makes you want to like the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, you should anyway. <laughs> Almost. But, for yeah. some, right? You probably already should like What do you think of the Patriots draft, Chris? What do you think of your Pats draft? By the way, Christian Gonzalez. Uh, very happy about that. You should be. And also what Top the, 10 talent, got him down to 17. That's What nice. the Jets did is uh, sit there and watch the Steelers hop in front of them to take Broderick Jones to yeah. tackle out of Georgia because the Patriots made a deal with the Steelers to get a fourth-round selection. And um, interestingly enough, they flipped that fourth-round selection that they got in the trade with the Steelers, preventing the Jets from getting the tackle that they wanted. They took that fourth-round selection and gave it to the Jets later on because they moved up into the Jets' spot, and they had the Jets move back into the spot that they got from Pittsburgh, kind of rubbing their nose in it a little bit. And uh, they, they, uh, they moved up to uh, take a kicker. Chris, what would you think of the kicker? A kicker and a punter. I know. The last time a team did that was the Raiders, who took yeah. uh, Leckler and, and Sebastian Janikowski, so, uh, and it kind of worked us. out there. Yeah, um, and needed, then just but needed linemen. Uh, got a couple there with Andrews and Sal. Loved uh, Keon White, edge rusher. Hey man, he maybe had top thirty talent. And if you look you know, this, got a mid second round. If you looked at it, this is the typical in Bill we trust because nobody in New England has seen a lick of Sac State, Troy, or Eastern Michigan football. <laughs> that is for sure. And Isaiah Bolden, the only HBCU player drafted in the draft, pick two forty five, and Dion's like, you got to be kidding me. And I agree too. I I I don't understand it. Um, I see the LSU wide receiver. He kind of fell, too. So. I know. And, and that pick was made from Germany. The greatest boote call I've ever heard. <laughs> and by the way, if the Kraft family isn't already on Boutte. creating a child <laughs> snack called Patriots boote, they're not doing it right. Honestly, give it out to kids well when they stroll into well Gillette pa- Patriots boote. Patriots boote. Walk Here, right you, in. You here's a bag of pa- boote. Who doesn't want Patriots boote? <laughs> Falcons fans. <laughs> hey. It's still delicious. It's still delicious. Hey. Look, it was a it was a fill the need draft, and uh, they needed help on defense. They needed help on the offensive line. Yes, defensive line. That's what they did. You know, they added Juju and Gasecki and free agency. Added Bill O'Brien. I think that's a free agency pickup too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. And then the Jets draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jets draft, folks. I don't know. I liked the Joe Tipman pick. The center, apparently he's fantastic. Carter Warren. So we didn't get the tackle we wanted because the Pittsburgh Steelers moved up to take him, but we took a kid from Pittsburgh who's apparently very good at that position. Um, and then, you know, Israel Abanaconda, the... Uh, Let me tell you something, The Rich. running back from Pittsburgh he's is excellent so as well. He's so I know. good, man. You're going to love this kid. And then Will McDonald IV, you know, in Iowa State, we trust, certainly worked out with the running back. A little bit early, so, though, people said. I don't know. You know what? The whole early this, that, the other thing, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, if you want the guy, you take him. You right? do, matter because, you're not, out, because if you love him and you look at your board and that guy's here, you evaluate him there and so many other people are like, you know, too early. Okay, too early for you, but for us, we're not picking until the second round. Right. We're not picking for another 
20, you know, what, 30-something picks to take him. And plus, you know, it's all about the quarterback there anyway. And the question was, how's he going to do in, uh, in New York City, right? Isn't that the question? That was your question. That was my question. How's he going to do in New York City? Well, he's everywhere right now. That's it. He's enjoying his life. Yeah, hard to miss him. And he's here's that's what I want him. I want him out. I want him out and about, and I want him at OTAs, and I want him in the building. And that and so far, so good. Some video of him throwing the ball. He is throwing it around. He is at organized team activities. He is working out, and or he's at you know whatever practice they're doing, whatever they're allowed to do. He's winging it around. And he's looking good, and he's at Nick's. He went. He was at the Nick game. He's at the Ranger game. Yep. It's a Rangers game. I was wondering if this is first. It's the first time he's ever been in Madison Square Garden. And here's the crazy thing: is you know, this is the world we're in. Leave this photograph up. Is we're all freaking out. Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard and Brees Hall. There they are. Okay, Rodgers is at a Ranger game. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is sitting behind him. And, <laughs> and nobody notices. Nobody notices. And by the way, Neil, good. on behalf of this show, I'm thrilled you were allowed in that building because we talked about the Dolan wormhole with him. And he told me, scientifically, I'm saying it wrong. It's really a Dolan black hole, which I think by proxy of me talking about that with him, he could have been facially recognized and not been allowed in that building. What if Rodgers wasn't my, allowed? Huh? <laughs> what if Dolan uh, Rogers, hey, Rogers? You're on the you're in zone five with Rappaport. But I like it. <laughs> Rogers is there. He's in the building, and he's at Madison Square Garden. He's living a New York life. I like it. Lazard sitting with Lazard. Is there a famous scientist behind him in the nickname? I don't. Know, I don't see one in the crowd. So is that Ed Norton over uh, Lazard? Show? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Norton. But I like it. I like it. Get out there, man. He's out there. It is. Yeah. And it's just weird to me. It's really weird to me when they put him up on the screen and he's Chiron as New York Jets quarterback. Yeah. Like, what is happening? What is a, happening? Did you get a jersey yet? An eight? You're going to get an eight? Yeah. I'm not going to get an eight. I don't wear I don't wear jerseys. Yeah, even for the kids. I don't, which, kids. which kids? They don't. Your kids. <laughs> it's, they're Patriots fans. Yeah. They're, not, they're not putting on a Jet jersey. It's okay. All right. All right. The script is flipped. The kids are going to have to learn. Learn what? Disappointment? No, a world in which the Jets beat the Patriots. In, in what? Huh? In what? In what? In what? Football. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. <laughs> Won't we? When's the schedule? May 11th? Apparently is it's that, May 11th. Is what this is what I've been told about right. to, to X that off my schedule. So. They were, they were, I, I did hear they were truly waiting for the Rodgers well, shoe to drop and the Lamar shoe to yeah, drop. Yeah, of course. And so that's why they kind of pushed it. Two weeks normally into May. it's before the draft. Uh, it it, been this the year they, they pushed it. They wanted to see. That's smart. It's right. They also wanted to see if, you know, the Patriots are going to draft a quarterback. <laughs> we didn't. We had, <laughs> you like that? We I caught you by surprise on that one, huh? We saw Mac Jones, pro bowler. <laughs> pro bowler. I got it. It was voted in the pro bowl. Or he made the pro bowl because 10 other guys said they were hurt. So he showed up and he did the gritty. Pro Bowl and yeah. top 100 that year. I, I so think Bill. I think player. Bill actually acknowledged Mac Jones's existence did on he? the roster this week. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I saw that Zoom call. <laughs> kind of. By the way, I love Belichick. Old school. He's suited and booted in the draft room. Always. I love that. I love it. And then I, he's trying to that, that Zoom call. He's trying to make it seem like, well, I, I've acknowledged he's the guy the whole time. Really? Have you, Bill? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Come on. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's sneak this in here. Sideline Mike in Atlanta. Always great to chat with him. What's up, Sideline Mike? Hey, man. <laughs> it's been a while. How's everybody? We <laughs> miss you. We're not going to lie. I, I, I miss y'all. I'm working hard, man. I'm about to be the first million-dollar rep in my job. So just just give me applause early. I'm going to make it by the end of the year. But hey, man. Rich. Yes. Rich. Yes. <laughs> Michael Parsons, and you go get a tight end. And then you get a six foot six, three hundred and thirty pound Aaron Donald, and you get a running back. Help me, Richard. Help me. <laughs> running back is oh, really you special. The, you don't love the Bijan oh, pick, Mike? No, 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 no. You got to get. He's special. He's special in the community too. And I know that might not matter. He's he's special. You're gonna really love him. You're gonna love him. You're gonna okay, love him. Because this is what they're telling me no. that he's gonna be the offensive rookie of the year. Okay, uh, but you know what, guys? Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what I got this weekend? What do you got? I got me a Philadelphia Eagles jersey this weekend. Oh. You know what it says on the back? You know what it says on the back when the it? name goes across the back? It? it says U G A North. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it says. Oh yeah. And uh, when they took Jameer Gibbs, I'm like, well. That means DeAndre Swift is about to paint. And guess where he landed? Philly. With the Philadelphia Eagles. I know. I know. So, so you're going to root for the Eagles when, now, huh? Because they uh, got uh, all these Georgia uh, players, huh? And, and wait a minute. They got the Alabama offense, and they got the University of Georgia defense on the same team. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. You know, that, that heartbreaker when I came home that night working at FedEx, and I sat down on my couch and watched that guy uh, catch that touchdown pass on third and 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He plays offense for them, too. So. I got so, it. Eisen, Thank hey, you. Man, all I got to say is I'm an Eagle fan, and uh, I'm getting ready to get on the webpage and all of that, but you let a, you took a, a running back over a generational Aaron Donald. No, I don't know. We need to see what Jalen Carter does here. And B. John Robinson, thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Hey, man, hey, hey look, if Carter, if you're, if you're in the building and you're like – I'm not saying Arthur Blank said no, but if you have some questions about can Carter do the right thing and you got Bijan Robinson on the board, I mean, <laughs> it's the end of that. I think I'm taking Carter. Still. It's the end of that. It's the end of that. Certainly if the coach is like your offensive you know, guru and he's like, let's take Bijan, okay. Also, it's about buzz and excitement. Well, Jalen Carter, Carter would have given you that too down that in Georgia. Given them more excitement. But, but, but yeah, defensive tackles Texas. don't sell tickets. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. Jerseys and ticket sales, come on. Right. I mean, just look here in Los Angeles. I mean, Aaron Donald, I mean, you know how many ticket sales? He, he, he creates millions of them because you give your tickets away. So I have, I that moves Rich. tickets. That moves tickets. <laughs> I don't. When he moves his secondary tickets to somebody them, else. I don't give them. No, away. I know. But you move tickets. All right. Tiny show up in the seats give them because away. you the wouldn't ordinarily you wouldn't ordinarily go and somebody else then does. That's what Aaron Donald does. That's in Bennett. Oh my God, this guy. That's in Bennett. All right, let's take a break here. Uh, Andy Reid still to join here on the Rich Eisen Show. When we come back, my top five drafts. I'm going to do an evaluation. I'm evaluating. Everybody move aside. I got evaluation. <laughs> I can evaluate like anybody else. Why not? That's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show.
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Andy Reid's getting off the practice field, by the way. Oh. Practice. Oh, hey. It's phase two of their program. Phase two, guys. For those scoring at home, phase two. Phase two. They're That's practicing right after the draft. That's how you win Super Bowl. It was, it was phase, phase one. Three. That was phase one. Oh, okay. That's phase two. Hey, man. That's right. championship mentality. I He's out it. there on the field with these guys. Phase two. That's how you win championships. You have phase one, then you have phase two. You know what's after phase two? Phase three. Correct. <laughs> it also helps when you have uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. When you win oh, right. That, yes. also, yeah, that also helps yes. quite a bit. Yeah. There are, by the way, I saw He's a lot so of 15 good. jerseys in Kansas City. I could imagine yeah. you did. Isn't that a surprise? 87, 15, and 87. The dog who peed, the dog who peed on, uh, on <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah was named Patrick. <laughs> okay. And, and it wasn't after a SpongeBob character. Either. Hey, you know what? I've been around a while. Yeah. <laughs> You're 53. Hey, you tell us I'm, about to, I'm about to do a top five list. You know what's so good about my top five list is because I know what I'm talking about. I'll top five like, drafts, I'm an evaluator. Like last think, last you know, year we wouldn't hey, have done top five lists. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Now, hold on a second. True. Folks, let me set up my top five list this way. I love that you love top uh, five no, lists top five, My top five Who's NFL drafts. Rich, you're just a host. What do you know? Who said that? Did you see what my come at, come at me draft looked like when uh, the first 10 picks we'll actually Rich, hit? Remember I wrote down the odds? We would have made money if yeah. we bet your picks. We I saw said, it because I you, said you it would text be, it to us. I said it would be Stroud number one. Money. You got one, no, two, I, mean, three, I said it was Young number one, Stroud two, yeah, Will Anderson three, what and Anthony Richardson four. I don't do it with I don't do it with uh, trades. We would have made ten bucks, PJ. <laughs> Why'd you bet? You're always like we should have bet and we I never know. bet. I said Tyree I Wilson would go five, Devin Witherspoon six, Paris Johnson seven, Bijan Robinson. I said would go to the Falcons. You Peter Skaronsky would go to the Bears. He wound up going to the Titans at eleven because the Eagles went up from ten to nine to take the guy that I said was going to fall to him, Jalen Carter. 
When I made up my come at me mock draft, I'm like, what would be the most Eagles result of the top 10? Jalen Carter going to the Eagles. What anger TJ What happened? Most. What happened? Did Bijan go to the Falcons? He did. Did Jalen Carter go to the Eagles? I mean, mm-hmm. you have insider One, two, information. Three and four. Rich. I do not. I do. I, I. I just. I just hear things. And Denver. <laughs> well, that's a definition. Instead of it going Tyree Wilson, Devin Witherspoon, Paris Johnson, it went Devin Paris, Tyree. All right. So you Tyree. listen. I'm telling you, you listen One, to two, this three. show. You watch this show to be smarter. So here's my top One, five two, three, draft four, choices. Here's my top five dr- choices for top five drafts. In other words, it's a top five. <laughs> Best drafts of 2023. Hey, let's, go. let's do it. I need music. I need NFL Films music to set it up. Now, it, we now, just heard my music. Hey, you, you heard uh, Daniel Jeremiah earlier, and you've been hearing this quite a bit. Everything that I'm telling you right here, this draft wasn't as deep this draft will have third-day picks struggling to make the roster. That's what this draft's going to be. So you saw a lot of people trading out, and you saw a lot of people being aggressive in the first two rounds. There's 16 trades on the, the second night. So that's why when you've got a shot at a blue chipper, you take it. And that's why the Texans are fifth on this draft list. Fifth best draft, I'm going because they went Stroud and Will Anderson. Get out of here. Get out of here. And they still have a first-round pick next year. They use a first-round pick to to make this happen. And next year's draft, they still have one because of the Deshaun Watson trade. So you come away with Stroud and Will Anderson, and you need a lot? Check the box. There's a ton of other talented kids on the screen here from Henry Toto in Alabama in the fifth round. Juice Scruggs and Tank Dell. Hey, you need a little juice. You need a tank. Toto? <laughs> to fill tank. it up. So there you go. Tank feller. I kind of did that draft. <laughs> you, 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 you go ahead and you make the picks for kids that you want and you be aggressive to get it done. Certainly if you don't think this draft is very deep. That's why I like the Texans draft. Number four on my list of top five drafts. I like what the Bengals did. I like what the Bengals did. Let's go. If we need to go after... Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson in our division. We got to go after Mahomes Mahomes, and we got to go after Josh Allen. Let's go get an edge rusher in Miles Murphy and Jordan Battle on the back end out of Alabama and to get some points. Maybe we got Charlie Jones out of Purdue and Chase Brown, the running back at Illinois. I could see him making plays. And a Princeton Tiger playing for the Cincinnati Bengals kind of makes sense. And then they went smart. They got two Michigan guys. <laughs> they got the punter who's terrific. Brad Robinson, terrific punter. He looks and like a DJ GM. Turner out of Michigan, folks, he was introduced to a lot of people in the country um, as the fastest guy at the combine. He can cover. And again, the most important thing, I said it on the air, I'll say it here. If you are playing football in Cincinnati, the one thing you need is is to get guys who know how to win in the state of Ohio. Oh, so you boy. get two Michigan guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm living my best life. <laughs> that Princeton kid, Rich, yeah. I got a good feeling. I feel no, like don't, that don't, kid. Don't, I don't need your advice on the Princeton <laughs> guy. <laughs> Please. Please. He cracks himself up. He cracks himself up. Two guys who know how to win in the state hey. of Ohio. <laughs> All right, number three on this list. I like what the Seahawks did. Yeah. I like what the Seahawks did. Devin Witherspoon 
is on the back end of a defense that already has Tariq Woolen. And guess who's coming back? The Prez. Jamal Adams is going to be there, too. They're going to lock that thing down on the back end, man. And he is a ball hawk. He's got Pete Carroll written all over him. And Jackson Smith and Jigba? Yeah. He's He was the first wide receiver taken. He may be the best wide receiver that Ohio State had in the last several years, as Joel Clack kept saying that Buckeye Brass was telling him when Garrett Wilson was on the field and Olave was on the field and talking about this kid. Really? Derek Hall can rush the passer, and I know that they made a couple of eyebrows raised when they took two other running backs, including Zach Charbonnet in the second round. You need to keep on getting these kids and run the ball, which is what Pete likes to do. And then, again, how smart are they, Seahawks? They're a very smart organization. They took two Michigan guys, too. <laughs> Mike Morris, who, when he wasn't on the field, the Michigan defense didn't look nearly as stout. And Olu Oluwatami. Olu Oluwatimi, pardon me. He 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 came, he was a transfer. Mm-hmm. He was a center who can maul. He can maul, and he's right in the front of that offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award two years in a row for best offensive line. So you want a road grade, you get another running back, and you get this kid from Michigan, and then you get those other two to start. I really like what they did. Number two, best draft. Hey, I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers draft a lot. Yeah. Broderick Jones, they go up, they beat the Jets to the punch for this kid, who is the last best top-notch first-round grade left tackle out there. So you get him. Najee Harris is going to love running behind him. Kenny Pickett's going to be protected by him. How about Joey Porter? How about bringing the legacy back for the top pick in the second round? They stayed put, and they took the kid. Out of Penn State. Long, tall corner. They're going to love him. Keanu Benton is a mauler from Wisconsin right in the middle of the defensive line. Stick him next to Cam Hayward. Darnell Washington? Mm-hmm. Nick Herbig? Those are guys who are all so-called value picks. And then number one on the list, we all know it. The whole country's been talking about it. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Carter drops. Let's go get him. Nolan Smith drops. Of course they're going to take him. They get a tackle out of Alabama and Tyler Steen. Sidney Brown is a brick you-know-what house who's going to bring it defensively for from Illinois. Keely Ringo, another Georgia Bulldog, get out of here. They had three more kids from the defense that won the championship last year. And the best thing they did, too, they won the draft last year in retrospect by acquiring A.J. Brown. I'm not saying DeAndre Swift is A.J. Brown, but they were the only team, they were the first team last year to get a player in a draft and sign him. They get DeAndre Swift this year. He's a kid from Philadelphia who they're adding to their running back room. And they, you know what they coughed up? A fifth round pick in the 2025 draft. They picked, they coughed up a pick in that draft. Guess what happened? Guess what happens if he doesn't play for them? He's got one more year left. Guess what happens if they don't play for him? They're going to get a fifth round, they're going to get a fourth round compensation pick. So, sorry, they gave up a fourth-round pick in a future draft. They're going to get a comp pick for him. So if he leaves, they get the pick back that they just flipped for him, and the rest of the <laughs> rest of the rest of the league is sleeping. It's like what? What? You don't need a DeAndre Swift. All you got to do is swap seventh-round picks and get a and flip a future pick that you can replace with a comp pick if he leaves. Three-dimensional. I mean. I know a lot of eyes are rolling around the rest of the league saying that the media is just going crazy over the Eagles draft, but for good reason.
This is two years in a row. That's my top five. You think we need one more? Oh. All right, we'll get one more. It's not a draft per se. It's a specific player. The 49ers are on this list because they took the best kicker Michigan's ever had. (laughs) I have been watching Michigan football since 1986. Jake Moody is without a doubt the best kicker Michigan has put on the field since I've been watching them since my freshman year when Jim Harbaugh was in his senior year as a quarterback there. He is that good. And let me just tell everybody out there that's just like, oh, they took a kicker, 99th overall. What are they doing? They stink. Why would they do that? Oh, because some linebacker or some defensive player that you've never heard of, some offensive player that you've hardly ever seen play, has got to be rated better than a kicker. This guy's going to put a ton of points up. If Brock Purdy or whoever is your quarterback, Lance, Darnold, for some reason, fizzles around the 35-yard line, you know who's going to come out for 52-yard field goal? This kid. And he's going to split the freaking uprights about 90 to 95% of the time. He's going to put points on the board. And what are you going to do in a draft where it's not that deep? You take guys that can make a difference, and I don't care what you say about kickers. This guy is a difference maker. Well done to the 49ers. And come at me after he wins about three games with his leg. Feel free to come at me if he misses a kick, too. It's just what happens. Well done. That's my top five drafts for 2023. Joining us now on the phone line is the head coach of the world champion Kansas City Chiefs after Kansas City rolled out the red carpet, the Chiefs red carpet for everybody. A great weekend. Andy Reid back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good, Rich. Um, how are the hamstrings, man? You did good. I appreciate you saying that. I am in one piece, which is <laughs> nice. the, the second most important thing of uh, my fundraiser. Obviously, raising money is the most. I appreciate you saying that, though. I am in uh, one you piece. You do a great job with that. Thanks, Andy. I really appreciate that. Um, so let me just jump in with both feet here. Um, what is What was your goal going into this draft this year coming off of another world championship? Yeah. yeah, so we we wanted to make sure. Listen, we've got most of the guys coming back, <clears throat> so we wanted to make sure that we had depth um, and competition, and and uh, and I think that's what happened. I mean, we got a nice edge rusher, a couple of them actually, and um, you know we got some secondary help, which which will build good competition there, and, um, and you know, and then offensively we got a receiver that we feel real good about. Um, and an offensive lineman that we feel good about, a tackle that has flex to play the guard spot too. So um, it, it's that's that's kind of where we're at. And I thought Brett did a nice job in navigating around it and making sure we we pick these guys up. Is there a prototype that you and Brett Veach have uh, concocted together that that you place into play? Uh, for a draft, I mean, you hit on so many picks last year. Two of them scored in the Super Bowl for crying out loud. Um, what do you, what, what is a Kansas city chief? Is there a general, um, outlook that you have? Yeah, I think yeah. The, the thing that Brett does, uh, so well is he looks for redeeming qualities in the player. And as a coach, you try to exploit those the best you possibly can. So he, he identifies them, he communicates them with the coaches. Um, and then can they get stronger in the other areas? And, and he, he, he and his guys kind of focus in on that and, and, communicate that with the coaches and then the coaches jump in on it. So it's kind of unique. So I'm not telling you there's, there's one, we don't necessarily cram in 
uh, uh, as a cookie cutter mold mm-hmm. of player for each position. That's not what we're doing. We're just we're trying to find things that we can use, exploit, and um, and then work on the other things and coach and teach them to get better at. When do you chime in on the process, Andy? You know what? He does a great job of keeping me abreast on it the whole way. So uh, I'm fortunate um, that he does that. And I listen. I don't do anything on it, Rich. Really, I I'm a I'm watching, but I, I, I he he tells me the guys that we're we're looking at. He lets me get involved with uh, the stacks and kind of sorting those out. And um, but he and his guys, they, they and and our coaches, he includes those guys in, and I think they do a great job of working together and and get good players. And obviously, you know, quarterback driven league. Um, uh, the latest is funny the the draft and the, the area in which the draft was held, your two Super Bowl parades were kind of a dry run for everybody in the NFL, you know, to get all the fans there and that and that, and that that spot where the draft hall was. And I saw all the 15 jerseys around, and that's what you want when you're drafting a quarterback. That's what everybody's dreaming of. And I know there's just one Mahomes, but I'm just wondering, um, as we're all trying to crack the code in the NFL and observers about why the quarterback position is so difficult to evaluate why 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 did you land on Mahomes all those years ago now that we're seeing a record number of quarterbacks drafted in the draft? I, I just want to unload that for a minute, Andy. What did you see in him that you yeah, thought that's the Rich, guy? So, yeah, so Brett was responsible for looking at him, and he was a scout at the time. And he brought, from the first time he saw me, he brought Dorsey and I the tape says you got you got to see this kid. I mean, he's he's unbelievable. He's the best I've ever seen. I mean, he literally said that, and he had that whole southeast region um, of the country, and and so he, you know he's that's kind of the hotbed. That's where there's so many good players that come out of that area, and so then he bombarded us with that for a couple of years and um, with the with these tapes, and he just. And by the time we by the time we brought him in and had a chance to meet him, we felt like we already knew him, you know. And and uh, and that was uh, I mean, it was just one of those deals. He saw him and liked him. And then Dorsey and I were both John and I were both around Favre, and we, we saw some similarities there. I mean, the, the way he kind of plays like he's in the backyard, and uh, you know, he just has fun doing it. And, and so there were some similarities there that way. And we, we were both uh, attached to him. John did all the work of moving up to get him. But, um, you know, I, I tell you, Brett was the one that had first eyes on him. Do you think he would have turned into the guy he turned into if he had to play week one, day one, Andy? You know, I, he might have. I mean, who knows? Uh, I, I just, I've had so much uh, luck with uh, just um, working the guys, kind of easing them in. And getting them used to some of the blitz game that the, these these coordinators come up with. I mean, we got so many smart guys on that defensive side that, um, that that come up with all these different looks. And when they when they see a rookie man, they're they're drooling. And so you it gives you an opportunity just to buy a little time there to get them used to. And I we had Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and Alex is a heck of a football player. And I just listen. I thought it was best that. That he just we took our time with him. Yeah, and, and, and clearly you see what he is now. So, 
Uh, is there anything he can improve upon, Andy, for real? Like, it just, yeah. what, like what? Can you give me a well, for instance? It's funny because quarterbacks are like farmers. I mean, the work's never done. You, you've always, you, there's always something you can work on. <clears throat> and, I mean, it's small stuff now. Uh, you know, whether, whatever, I mean, whether it's dealing with footwork or ball placement or whatever, I mean, there's always something to work on. And, and so he does that and he wants to do that. I mean, he wants to know what we see, what we can give him to make him even greater than he already is. Well, can you give me an example, Andy, from your perspective of his competitive level? Um, You know, the conversation certainly coming off of this championship season places him on you know the curry level i mean we just saw steph with a 50 point game in a game seven um another another level that he's been uh, equated to is kobe or jordan i mean up there tiger that sort of competitive level and he just seems to be such a sweetheart that we don't see the red ass right or that sort of competitive um aspect do you got a good story on that where you had to deal with that on the sideline, Andy? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably when I told me he had to go get his ankle x-rayed. I mean, he about wanted to kill me, but that um, it was pretty red at that time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, Rich? He was upset. Uh, but he's competitive. Uh, you saw him, John, with one of the players there on the other team, and um, I'm going to come after you and all this bit. So he... He, he's competitive in everything he does. He's competitive in practice. He challenges guys. He's competitive with his own guys, with the defensive guys. He he's uh, they, they play these little games during training camp. I mean, it could be shooting a small basketball, a mini basketball, and into a hoop stuck on the door, and he wants to win the thing. And uh, he's just – that's how he's wired. He grew up in a locker room. And that's his life. I mean, that's how he goes about it. Andy Reid here. A few minutes left with the the head coach of the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, let's just talk about you, if you don't mind, which I know is perhaps your least favorite subject. But uh, you, you've pretty much done so much. Um, you're, you're way up there in total wins and playoff wins and now winning a Super Bowl twice with Kansas City right now, uh, Coach Reid. How much longer do you want to keep doing this very difficult job? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I still enjoy it. I'm, I'm not sure. That's a tough question. I, I know I'm on the back end of the mountain. I got it. Um, and uh, as far as years to coach, but I'm still enjoying it. And I've got, I've got good players here and a good, I've got good management, <clears throat> good ownership. Um, so I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I uh, and I enjoy the work level. I mean, it, it is. It's a it's a grinder, but it's a it's a good grinder. Well, I, I mean, so many coaches that I've been around, um, when when they've done it for as long as you have, Andy, the the the, the losses and the the disappointment of it are just so much deeper and more intense than the the, the victories. Lend enjoyment. Yeah. Are, are do you, are do you find that, or you or you 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 don't find that? right now in your career yeah no it's yeah losses they, they rip your heart out i mean that's how, that's how that's how it goes it's, you spend so much time making sure that um you know you, you don't put yourself in that position and I, this is all coaches and 
um, and that you don't put your players in that position. And nobody likes to nobody likes to lose. So it's uh, but there's things you can learn from it, and you've got 17 games to do that. And so you try to you try to keep it as even keeled as you can, uh, but still have the urgency to make sure you come out on the winning side and learn from the losses. Uh, Andy, I, I really appreciate the time. Um, and I, I don't know if you know the answer to this question that I'll ask as I send you out the door. Did Travis Kelsey really spike the Lombardi trophy over the weekend? Did that really happen? Coach? Yeah, it wasn't the Tiffany one though. It, it was, it was 10, but not probably the same grade as the Tiffany. One. Okay. So it's not, it's not a real Lombardi trophy that he was shotgunning a beer off of and then spiking on the ground. Uh, no. Okay. No, I, you know, he, Travis does it, you know, he does it a little different. He's, <laughs> he's, yes, he's a he great, does. great kid with a huge heart. I think you know that. Oh, I do. And, and uh, he loves to have fun, but he would never spike the real one. I don't he, think so. I mean, but people. You give are... him a fake one and it's going down, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I saw that. I'm like, get out of here. By the way, very incredible uh, lifelike replica of what he spiked on the ground. That's for sure. Yeah, well, they make those. They're out there. Poucher gave one away on our parade. So, I mean, these Lombardis <laughs> are floating around, man. <laughs> I saw that, too. That was also somewhat infused moment, I think, when he yeah. just handed that. So, okay, so that wasn't a real Lombardi that he handed off on the parade route either, is what you're saying. No, okay. you know, it took us a long time to <clears throat> get back to the Super Bowl and uh, to get that, that first one. So somebody must have been making a killing on making these things. Everybody okay. in town's got one. It's like, same well, uh, Coach, appreciate the time. The, your home, the, the hometown crushed it. It was great this weekend. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. You guys did too. So Thank you. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate that as well. Best to you and your family, and we'll chat again soon. Thanks again. Thank you, Rich. You bet. That's Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back end of the mountain. He's aware of that. Pretty good mountain. You, but you, by the way, uh, you know what keeps you young and wanted to be playing? The quarterback and the tight end. Yeah, and by the way, the defensive tackle is just as special. Chris Jones. He's pretty damn special, too. He's on a path also to the state of Ohio. Yeah. The way that he's playing. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got those difference makers for sure. All right, we'll take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show, and we'll wrap up with uh, – a little bit of hockey. Sorry to bring it up to you Boston Bruin fans out there. But that was wild, to say the least. So back with that to finish up this Super Monday edition. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I am sorry to you and all the Boston Bruins fans out there, Chris. Yeah, win the President's what a bummer. Trophy. President's Cup. Is it the Cup or a Trophy? Do you win? President's Trophy, right? President's trophy. Oh, the Cup is the golf, right? Yeah. Win the President's Trophy for most points. And, Not just win uh, the President's Trophy. I know. They had the greatest regular season ever. in NHL history. <laughs> so, yeah, hockey. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. Boy, we should do, have a new segment saying, let's do that hockey. Doing that hockey. Yeah, major Sorry, bummer. Pal. People are trying to be like, oh, what's the comparison? It's, you know, people. They're there bringing, is someone. They're bringing up it, the Patriots. It's, it's literally if the 73 and 9 Warriors lost in the first round. Or the undefeated Patriots lost in the first round. Yeah. Or, right. But at home, I mean, the Bruins had a 3 1 lead. They lose game five at home in overtime because the goalie, you know, misclears the puck and then give up seven goals in game six. And then they bench the then, goalie. And then have a 3 2 lead. And give up a goal with a minute, minute left. Go, I know. And, and then, then lose, lose an overtime. It's just gutting. Gutting. It is there there is no comparison. Yeah, there isn't. There isn't. The curse strikes again. Well, speaking straight, of speaking of but, but it's not it's not it you know, curses don't last forever. As you know for Red Sox. And plus uh, uh I thought the, aren't the Clippers fans aren't the Leafs supposed to be cursed? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. They, they, yeah, but they, they won. haven't won since the fifties, though. Right? And, and which lead, which led to the greatest sports headline of the year, of the year. Leafs fan arrested for public intoxication after slapping a horse's behind Saturday. That's the that's the headline in <laughs> that Toronto gets you Star. Arrested? Yeah, let me read the yeah, opening paragraph. I, think, I never got arrested for that. Amid the pandemonium that spread across Toronto Saturday night after the Maple Leafs eliminated the Tampa Bay Lightning in the NHL playoffs, including major TTC delays. One man was arrested after slapping a police horse on its hindquarters. First of all, it's a police horse. Secondly, if you slap a horse... You're going to get kicked in the face. Well, not just that. The horse can maybe start running out of control, right? Yeah. And I'm not a horse expert. Yeah. And I'm not a, you know... Also, hindquarters is only referred to in referencing a horse. I imagine. That's not true. Really? That's how you described my tattoo that time. On hindquarters? I did. Well, maybe he was trying to refer to you as a horse. All right. Hey, now. Hey, now. Look. Hockey. How about that for a It's been a while. Got a game seven tonight. Two. Is is Aaron Rodgers going to Newark for that one? Why not? He's showing up for game seven. He's he's been everywhere. Definitely not. Use what Rodgers should do. He ain't going to He should show up to this game seven with his face painted like putty. (laughs) And and full on, because, hey, there's a lot of Jets fans who root for the Devils, too. Got to play both sides. And be, hey, in, in, in Wisconsin, there's just only one. One team. Mm. Metropolitan area, there's three hockey teams. There's a lot of hockey to do. 
Good sports night. Rangers, Devils, Game 7, two NBA games. Yeah, and what else? Monday Night Raw. I was just saying those. Big playoff games. Mm-hmm. No? Hey! Not into it? I am into it. I'll be on a plane to New York as Susie just settled into the guest chair off camera. What's up, Sue? We're, 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 going, we're going on a plane. Let's call her Sue? Yeah, I know. Sue's. We're going, we're going to New York. We're going to New York for the Roku New Fronts. Hey. Trying to drum up business. See? Represent. Have you been hey. up fronts before, Rich? Say what, what? Have you been to an up front before? I have. Okay. Uh, the last one I went to was for Turner. Yeah. To, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> well, it's already out now. You don't dog. have to say it. I will. You don't have to. I don't want to. I'm giving you an I'm gonna, No, but I'll do it anyway because yeah. I started. Yeah. Don't jinx it. It's about, it, maybe, maybe it was just a, it wasn't, it wasn't a me thing. Are you going to wear a purple tie? Uh, I was, but it, it, it was stained, so I went a different one. They have stores in New York. I understand. <laughs> um, the last one I was on for Turner for The Great Escape, which was one and done. So okay. we're, we're more than one and done. Yeah, so I wouldn't we're good. worry I about that. I think we're good. We're not the great escape of, of programs. Yeah, Roku Charlie and Roku Joe, I think they kind of dig us right now. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, you wore Ohio State colors for your run, so like purple at the tie. Excuse me. I wore the tie that was given to me by St. Jude. So... Raising yeah. money for kids. You could have requested Maison Doesn't Blue. matter. No, it didn't. And, and, and that, that, that supersedes. It's not know, a me uh, thing, Chris. Yeah. It's a St. Jude thing. Oh, nice God. try, though.